You're listening to Drinking on the Job, D-O-T-J. I'm your host, John Coyle. Drinking on the Job is a toast to the culture of food, wine, and all things fermented. We'll be talking with winemakers, musicians, artists, late-night bartenders, scoundrels, and more. It's time to grab a glass before its last call. Hey, okay, my guest today, MJ Towler, is here today, host of the very successful podcast, The Black Wine Guy Experience. So, thanks for coming on, man. Oh, John, thanks for yeah. com- thanks for having me, yeah, man. Yeah, this yeah. is a, uh, it's always fun to sit on the other side of the table yeah. and to be on uh, your podcast is amazing. So, uh, I'm excited to be here. Um, We've interviewed some of the same people. Too, yeah, which I know. Is very cool. I know. Which we we're going to get to in a little bit. But <laughs> I got to tell you first. So let's get to the name. I got to tell you because um, my guest and fellow honkies would love to hear this story because honky is one of my favorite pejorative words for, for <laughs> white people. George it Jefferson. <laughs> George Jefferson. Absolutely. He's the only person to ever uses any kind of gravity because it was supposed to be the counterbalance right. to the N word, which it's and it never, never fucking yeah, worked. No, it never. But my favorite George Jefferson line he calls Abe, Abe Lincoln a honky, which I'm just like, oh. My Oh my god i i just fucking uh love it but yeah let's, let's get to the uh the name which i love i've been following your podcast yeah. for a while and been a big fan and uh so uh how does it come to that i mean there's an obvious way but i'd love to hear well, how you really- know man it's a funny story so i had um you know i was on social media and like in a little bit of a different vertical um and my day job my, my used to be day job i worked with uh kids mm-hmm. high school kids in the inner city like newark gary indiana you know little rock arkansas just really rough wow. yeah, places yeah. um and um so i did a lot of motivational stuff and i was like a productivity trainer um but then i had this buddy um who's a chef he was on the show uh my show chef westcott big mm-hmm. ups to him mm-hmm. um and i was at his restaurant up in western mass and he's like he's He's like, yo, there's, you know, there's a whole big wine community on Instagram, right? And I'm like, what? I'm like, okay, so, so I went on there and um, started looking. He was showing me around. And I was like, what? The? I was like, what is this? What is all this bullshit? <laughs> I was like, what is? This? I said, what? I said, I, like, I, I love, I love beautiful women. My wife's a beautiful woman, but it's right. just like chicks holding up bottles. Yeah, you know. Right. And I was like, what does that mean? Yeah, I was like, what right. does that mean? I right. saw no wine knowledge, and then I saw WSET one, two, or three, and I was like, I don't, I don't mean shit to me. What wines right. have you tried? What do you know about wine? Right. So the spoof was, and then the spoof was to just start posting bottles, just holding bottles in my hand. Right. No notes, just like, or maybe some notes, but just like, bam, this is a baller bottle. This is a baller bottle, right? right. Yeah. Um, and then the name actually came from, you know, I was in the wine business, uh, started, you know, uh, back in 97 mm-hmm. and um when i was in the business um there wasn't a lot of black people you know and and there still aren't there isn't yeah. there still aren't um so I, I was used to being going to the tastings or somewhere and being the only black guy right, right? and then white people always they want to be politically correct so they would use every descriptor like there's a guy you know he wears glasses he knows a lot about why yeah i think you know i yeah. think yeah, his kids his kids moons in cancer he's, he's about five <laughs> ten, and like they would say everything and then finally go down he's black they'd be like you mean marvin and they're like oh, why'd you just say that why'd you say the black dude yeah. you know like right. so it was just a spoof so like yeah the black wine guy like it made sense i'm a wine guy i'm black it was just very simple and you know i couldn't believe that with all the crazy handles people have out there yeah. 
nobody take, nobody took that one but that shows you how few black people in yeah, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I had a similar uh, uh, story I was at a tasting and there was a, I was a black guy tasting wine and uh, somebody saying oh, oh oh somebody really just loved this burgundy uh, it was uh, and they started to do that I said the black guy and a white guy corrected me is you mean the African American guy and I looked at him I go no I'm, I mean the black guy because <laughs> I, I don't like what I'm too old to play that fucking game. Well, me like, too. That I, and I, actually, I, corrected oh. by another white guy. Yeah, come on, Back bro. Back the fuck off. Exactly. Yeah, come on, bro. Uh, I mean, and I tell people, yeah. ask like, well, you know, listen, man, uh, Barack Obama is African-American because he actually had a, sure. his mother's American and his father was African. From Kenya. From yeah. Kenya. Yeah, right. And actually, his father was Kenyan to be more specific. He's actually right. a Kenyan-American. Right. If we want to really be that's, more specific. That's what I mean. We're going we're gonna sli- right. to splice those hairs. Exactly, yeah. right? But, but like, you know, I grew up when, you know, I was born in 68 civil rights movement black power and it was like we're not negroes we're black so i'm black it's just right. easy right. uh it's actually know. a great uh, um uh there's a female journalist in the new york times in 1969 who was writing a piece about uh black culture in the inner city and she gave her piece and and the editor changes it to negro and this is a black woman all the power to her in 68 to be a journalist for new york times and she sent him a long note going no 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 it's it's black yeah he changed it to black yeah that was like was, the first um, time like i forget her name charlene hunter galt oh, okay all right and uh it's so funny you said that because i just watched uh summer of soul <laughs> on hulu uh directed by quest love of yeah. the roots right and that, they had that scene in there and she she turned in the piece right. and he and, and she said i then i wrote an 11 page <laughs> memo to him yeah and then that's when that kind of normalized it, at least in the you know in the Northeast and New York area. So it's and, spot and, on. Amen. It's spot. It's, it is spot on. And it's. Uh, um, I actually saw that as well, and I've been telling everybody you have to see this. Right. I, that see they do, and as I love music, I love music. If, if people have seen me or on Instagram on this podcast, you know I love. I have this big music influence. I think music and wine go together so perfectly. Oh, absolutely. Um, but I, I was like, how did I not know about this festival? Right. Like it was buried. Right. So how that, that's, I think, uh, Questlove, I started an interview. He was like, I'm in the music yeah. business. I have more vinyl albums than anybody on the fucking planet. I've never heard of this. What happened? Yeah. But then, I'm not going to give it all away, but when you see it, um, you understand why. Because the country was basically a, a powder keg waiting to go off after you know the kennedys and mlk um and we had an incompetent president like we and we're like we all know how that goes when you have an incompetent president and so it was like no but then it just disappeared but i gotta i gotta give a uh you know mayor lindsay at the time in new york city um was behind it helped finance i mean uh i mean that was because i didn't know much about mayor lindsay i was was like i was like who is this dude i was like dude i'd have voted for that republican i mean he was like dapper as shit double breasted turtlenecks tall i I said he looks like robert redford no shit the 500 (laughs) dollar haircut he's looking money walking through harlem shaking hands and they love yeah they're like i mean he totally got behind it and there was never an incident yeah there was nothing it was it was just Music and love. It was just an incredible festival, but it was a real celebration of black power, which at the time the country couldn't handle. One of the reasons why it went uh, um, fallow. uh, But uh, it was so amazing to see Sly and the Family Stone and Mavis Staples. Oh, my God. Mahalia Jackson. Yeah, that was an amazing. Like, amazing moved. Amazing. I I walked out going, I can't believe this. Like, this got hidden for so long. Yeah. 
um, and good for, of course, love to to dig it out. And uh, but let's get back to the wine. Yeah. So so that was it. I just I'm just simple, man. I'm a I'm a simple man. So you went from like working with children, and so what was the bottle that kind of tripped the mechanism? You had a bottle, or you tasted something, you're like. Oh my God, it's my church moment. The light is coming through the stained glass window. I love this product. I know what it is, but I'm going to start deep diving on it. Well, I mean, I had, it was, uh, I just, I actually had walked away kind of from wine back in 03, you know, because mm-hmm. um, I have this pesky law degree that everybody said I needed to use and just I never have really used it. Um, did you want to practice law? I, I did until you went to, I went to law school and found <laughs> out what that shit was about. Yeah. <laughs> You're like nah, nah. Yeah. Um, but um, I think what what happened the uh, what was the epiphany bottle again? It wasn't so much an epiphany bottle as like it, it was. I mean, it's one of those things where in every tragedy things emerge, right? Because of George Floyd uh, being murdered. I mean, people across the country began looking at the interstate working and how we deal with people so on social media this is a big thing support black businesses so like overnight like my instagram which was which was um it was followed by a lot of people who know wine Mm -hmm. so i was very happy you know with who was following me yep you know i wasn't i'm not i wasn't out to be an influencer or anything but like after george floyd like in the month after george floyd died i went from like Two thousand followers to five thousand followers, just like just, just wow, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So it was great, and then someone um, had asked me to be on their podcast or their live stream to to uh, talk about my experience as a black wine professional, and I unfortunately I couldn't give her a big slight story. I was like, you know, I was like, I don't have that story. Uh, so, you know, I came into the wine business at the highest level. I used to hang out with John Capon. <laughs> yeah, from Acker. Right? From Acker. You know, He's he was a big dude I, I, at yeah. Acker, yeah. Uh, his family Auction owns house. it. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I knew John. We met through mutual friends while I was in uh, grad law school and would come to the city, hang out. And he was a hip hop producer. I go to the studio, we're smoking weed, we're drinking wine, blah, blah, blah. Um, so when he was taking over the family store, I went to work there and I got, you know, the best wine education you have. Cause I'm working, you know, I got to taste all the crazy shit. Right. So I, st- I was there in 97. I only lasted a year there, but it's a good proving ground. I could get right. a job anywhere. Right. But by 1999, when the wine spectator had its top 10 wines of the decade, I had eight out of those 10 wines. I'm talking, I had like 45 Mouton and fucking DRC and Petri, 82 Petrus and yeah. all that shit, right? So Petrus goes about $10,000 a bottle if you can get it right now. Um, I feel blessed. I mean, I don't think I've had, I haven't tasted stuff like that. I've had like great old Bordeaux's and yeah. certainly, but I think the benefit of being at a place like Acker or um, some of those like- Or an auction house. They, auction house, they, yeah. they Cause they, 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 the bottles were coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, and they would do most places do a pre-auction tasting, you know, to check in the provenance of some of the bottles right. in the cellar. So that's how I got to to try them. And they also they had a, a a wine workshop, and they would do like Cheval Blanc down to nineteen twenty or whatever. You know what I mean? They yeah. were they were doing crazy tastings in yeah. the in the late nineties. You know, because it was, you know, that's a high end store, which is that's not most stores in America. So right. that was just. Good luck. So, so, so I, I, I'm lucky. That's what I told so them. I, yeah, I was going to say. So it doesn't sound like you're working at some little shitty retail store in Queens, like pa- packing away boxes. You got anointed by John exactly. Capon. You're smoking weed yeah. and drinking like fantastic wine. Yeah. You're going, you know, I kind of like I, this I, I business. Could, I, I enjoy could. this business. Yes, I do. I was like, I, uh, I said, I said, love you. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me my ascot. <laughs> 
um, so it wasn't you know I you know it, it consequently I've worked my way down the ladder of wine um, but it was literally I had I, I had been threatening to start a podcast for years I thought I was going to do like some personal development podcast where I was going right. to do motivational quotes and right. life coaching stuff and um, there was a uh, my producer of my podcast uh, Lonnie shout out big shout out to Lonnie Newman Necessary Media thank Amen. you cool. um she had worked um she caught that live because she was friends with the woman who i did right. the live with cool and uh you know she had worked for the for travel network and food network and she had directed like two seasons of say yes to the dress so she mm. is a seasoned media professional right and she just liked my vibe and when she and i said on that I said, i'm gonna do a podcast and so she actually ended up reaching out to me um Man, you are blessed. Dude, I have a horseshoe up my ass. I was born with a horseshoe up my ass. Man. Christ. I, I mean. <laughs> I think it'll, yeah. I, I, I don't know what's up my ass. I tell you it's not a horseshoe. <laughs> I'm but, doing it all here. Right. But all right. That's cool. But, but that's so, so, yeah. so, so that's, and, and that's why I've been fortunate because, um, like, this is a good setup you have here, but, like, you are doing a shit ton. I mean, you're running a company, you're selling mm. wine, and yeah. to do this. Um, and I have studied internet marketing for years, and I actually how she really decided to approach me i was i have like a rolling recorder i have some i have my little media kit mm-hmm. and i was trying i couldn't find a quiet place to fucking record my intro yep. so i went outside and i did a video about it and I, and, and it was like because uh, i finally decided, I was like listen just be yourself like you read self-help books you exercise you yeah. can talk about that and you can also have your baller wines and great food at night right. you know why not just start showing who you are, right? So I did a video about noise. I was like, you know, it's real. I didn't realize because during the pandemic, like you're working from home during the day, like everybody's getting their grass cut. I live out in the suburbs in Jersey, dude. Right. Yeah, so yeah. like it's lawnmower and then it's yeah. leaf blower and oh then my it's, God, and yeah, and it's weed those. trimmer. Yeah. And, and so like, I could, and I'm like in a closet, like whispering, like trying to do my, my intro. Yeah. And I, I just do mine under a blanket. Yeah. Under a blanket in my bed, covered with a heavy blanket with a little microphone doing the intro. Yeah. So I did a video about yeah. that, and she, she said, finally, she said, I just thought you could use some help. And I was like, hey, listen, I, I, I wouldn't have a podcast if that didn't happen, because this, this is a lot of work. I, I want to give it up to you, man, for doing this. Like, well, and, and you got well over 100 episodes. Like, that's some people, that's some shit. I love doing it. That's one of the things. I will always continue to do stuff I love. Passion is the, why I love wine. It's why I love doing this. And I'm blessed working for a fantastic company as well, T. Edward, and so uh, you know who support me through this as well yeah. with uh, wine and everything else. So, um, and so the name just yeah. was like, "What's the experience of a black guy in wine?" Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and you know, man, it's just like anything. The more voices we have, the more interesting everything is. It's a tapestry, right? Absolutely. It's a texture. Like we need more voices. I'd love to hear about. I lo- by the way, I love the Whole Food. Your name tag at Whole Food. Oh yeah, what yeah. Was it? BWG. BWG. Yes. I, I just, I, I just want to be on the. I just want to follow you around and have people say, "What is a?" That happened. La- that happened last time. It was so funny. Um, I helped someone with a bottle of wine, which rarely happens there. <clears throat> like literally, talk about wearing, work, walking your way down. I'm, I, I, I was working in Acker and I worked in Montecito, California, and, and when you work at uh, 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 a Whole Foods. I mean, they, they have some good, they've got some of your wines in there. Yeah. They've got oh, good yeah. wines in there. They do. But people are shopping and they're, they're just grabbing Josh and they're just grabbing, they're just grabbing uh, shit vine. Oh, fit yeah. vine. My bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, hanging vine, hanging yeah. whatever, all, all this... <laughs> A negotiated yeah, fucking skinny garbage. Skinny girl. Yeah. 
Fat master. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, uh, yeah. And so yeah. it's rare when someone asks for my help. So, like, you know, and I was talking to them, and they're like, oh, my God, you know so much about mine. What you, I have to ask you when you come back, what's your name? And it's like, they're like, what's your name? I said, I said, I said, well, my name's MJ, but like, what does that mean? I said, black wine guy. <laughs> so the woman loved it so much. She's like, I got to get my husband over here. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's <laughs> so she brings her husband over and it's where, it's where he's like, does it have to do with your penis? <laughs> I said, well, yeah, I oh am black. I mean, kind of. <laughs> Want to stand behind the produce yeah, table yeah. for a second? <laughs> Grab that zucchini yeah, over there. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I tell people when I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I was like, black wine guy. Yeah. And, and they love, and, and Whole Foods love, like my, my team supports me so it's much. It's such so. a great name. It, it says, it says everything. Um, Andre Max, a good friend of mine. Um, uh, when I was doing live shows, he came and told a story. And uh, one of the first times I met him, he was working at Per Se. Okay. And uh, and yeah, I said, man, we should just go have dinner. So we had dinner. And um, he was telling me he was going to be on the MS track. And I said, man, I don't, I don't think that's you. And he's like, yeah, that seems like the only way to do it. I said, no, no, no. I said, look, if I'm you, I'm going to get like once a month, get all the black sommeliers together in New York City and have dinner with them. And he looked at me and he said, no. I'm I'm the only black exactly. in the city. <laughs> and I go I know that's the joke yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like that's how different like work with what you got right and that was fuck that was 15 years ago yeah yeah but so yeah Andre's a cool dude I'm, when I got him to come in that was fun because um, mm. it's always fun when you have two black wine guys you know, <laughs> to, to, to double I, the fun yeah. <laughs> stereo exactly uh, I, uh, um, so so you go from uh, so you're working in uh, Whole Foods you're working in retail yeah. and are you doing anything besides the podcast now now, or are you doing seminars? Or? Um, no, you know, right now I am. Uh, I'm just doing the podcast hard. You know, I uh, have gotten uh, people are starting to invite me to events. Um, I don't know if I really want to go that education track again. You know, it's I think boring. it's boring. Yeah. Um, I like the storyteller track I'm on. I think I think that what wine at the end of the day, wine is stories. Mm -hmm. It's a story in a bottle, right? Yep. Um, so I think that. Um, and it's so funny, like, there's, I think for people who are influencers on social, you have two tracks. You're going to go, you're going to do reviews and education, um, and, and we're going to follow your journey to your, yeah. your pen, right? To, to the boredom. Yeah. yeah. Or, or yeah. you could tell stories. And, um, that's the track I'm on. I don't know. If, I'm sure there's some other people, there's lots of wine podcasts, but I think like what you're doing and what I'm doing, like, yeah, we're enjoying a great bottle of wine. We could geek out, but... I'd rather just get to know you and have a conversation because I think that's the beauty of this beverage yeah. is that, you know, if people would sit down and have a bottle of wine and a meal with someone else, you, you could get to know them. It's right. The conversation. It's, yeah. and, 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 and it's not, it's not like drinking Natty Light or shots of Jaeger. It's yeah. together. Very few fights break out at the wine tasting. Very few fights. It's not, <laughs> that's true. You know? That's true. Because it's, it's a civilized Speaking beverage. Speaking of which, we're going to have a little bit of this. Uh, so we are drinking Motor America, which is a really cool wine. And I tried sometimes to match the wine to the person. So I thought, I, for you, i got to have a, bit, a little bit of a unicorn, something that's not usual. Yeah. So this is from the little small island of Mallorca uh, off the coast of Spain. It's Cayette, which is the varietal, which is really uh, cool. These two uh, gentlemen got together and started trying to find Cayette on the island, these different plots, because it's disappearing. It's uh, And um, and so it's all over the island, different parts of the island. And then they actually take the clay soil that it's, uh, that it's you know, the vines grow in, and they make vats, and they ferment in these vats. 
I think it's called Calvramel is the soil. And so th they do it and it's all certified organic and it's, uh, uh, Cayette is also known as Monastrel, so it's, but it's just really light and beautiful and refreshing and... So this is a Monastrel because you know mm -hmm. what? <clears throat> it gives me, it, 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 it presents, like, it's funky. It's got, it's got like a crew Beaujolais, but it's got a yeah. Gamay thing going on for a Monastrel, which I find, I mean, so, but that makes sense. Spence, that makes sense. Yep. I've only had a sip, people, okay? <laughs> right. um, it makes sense because I know Monastrel is heavily planted throughout Spain, yeah. etc. But this is a, I've never had this, I mean, usually it's you know you get it from Yamila. it's big it's just brooding yeah this is elegant this yeah. is really this is yeah. really, really a lot of that a lot of that monastrel is, is grown in the south of spain like uh Yekla, where it's ridiculously hot so it gets gets high alcohol and pruny it's this is island so it's coastal and it's cool much cooler temperatures like 12 percent alcohol so yeah it's a refreshing that's summer cool. red so uh cheers to you motor cheers, america man. that's oh, why america. i thought we gotta take this for mj this uh, makes total total sense it to does me. thank you for that and i love that i mean like it, there's there's a little music of New York City. I know. In, the like, it's like, yeah. in case you're wondering, <laughs> yeah, in case, in case you're you wondering <laughs> where we are yeah. recording, um, that'll be in the background for eternity. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so as I was telling my story about the noise, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, this is why I recorded the studio. But this this yeah. is too much fun. You guys yeah. should see the setup he's got here, man. It's <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, and did you say they make they basically make their own amphora? Yeah, wow. they do. Out of the soil that it's planted in, which is really fucking crazy. That's yeah. Talk about sustainability. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, exactly. You know, bio, yeah. biodynamics. Jeez, it makes it cool. I mean, it's small production, but it makes it fun to drink, and it's just one of those like we certainly deserve to be drinking something super cool with you. I appreciate that, man. Um, and and you're, you're you're a big music guy too, and I I I know uh, I was reading you like to match music to uh, to wine, and it makes total sense. We've done all these studies about you know if you're listening to like mellow classical music the, the, the wine can mm -hmm. sometimes mi mimic you I think it's some kind of cellular thing uh, lively jumpy music you know more punk rock music you get something more driving and it's just uh, I think it's uh, it says something I also am a big big yeah, music and wine fan yeah you know. um, well there's a lot of similarities I think you know I like that a lot of winemaker friends of mine are moving away from um, the word balance mm -hmm. in wine mm -hmm. And moving towards harmony. Mm. That makes total sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, you know, the acid, the tannin, it, it all harmonizes together, right? 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 So um, it's not, you know, it's like a band. I'm looking at instruments. Like a band, the drums, it's, they're not they're not balancing each other. They're harmonizing, yeah. right? So why don't we do that with a wine, right? And it's it was weird because, like, the way I pair them, it just could, it could be really weird. Like, I'm uh, like, look, what would I pair with this, right? I'm uh, like, so if... If any of Prince's catalog was available, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and there's still so much that isn't available, exactly. Right, yeah, um, but I probably would pair this with Prince's America, America, uh, ah. which I think is on Parade album. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But well, it could be, it could be the the image on the bottle. Mm -hmm. It could be one word. I mean, like I, it, I can get abstract with it. Sometimes it's yeah. just literal. Yeah, I, I know. I love this business. I've said this before, but like particularly when you're traveling, you travel, I travel, there'll be days where you don't sleep, uh, you're drinking, you're tasting 300 wines, you get five hours sleep, you get in a car, you drive another 100 miles, you taste, and you'll have, at the fourth day, you're hungover, you're beat to shit. And I could still walk into a winery and smell juice and must that's fermenting, and I feel like, you know, 
I, I, my whole body just comes alive. It just wakes up. <laughs> and that's why I know like, oh, I'm in the right business. Yep, yep. Um, and I think that's why like you fall in love with the business, right? right it's just, right, uh, right. And it's a people business. The yeah. I think to your point, exactly. It's just like, it is the stories that we love. Like the amount of people that get into this business who are artists, mm-hmm. uh, musicians, uh, I mean, crazy, like, people who are lawyers go, fuck yeah, this. I, I mean, know a lot of ex-lawyers I, in this business. I, I, and, and, like, I mean, like, really, it's, you're like, dude, you went to Columbia? What the fuck are you doing working in a restaurant? <laughs> I mean, but that's, it's like, like you know, like, it, it is. It's yeah. it's just, you know, I think we get on this track where we were supposed to do, particularly, I'm 53. Yeah, I'm 53. But I just had a birthday. I'm not 54. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm 53. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but you know, our generation was like it was it would, for sure. Like my dad worked at the post office, and, and objectively, he's doing better than I am right now, just because he because the time he grew up in inflation and his rate, pension and his pension exactly sure. yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but the dream was for his son to go to college, and I, of course, I had to take it to grad school. I had yeah. to take it to the next level, and then I'm right. like, what the fuck am I doing here? I don't want to do this shit because right. I loved retail. I loved. I used to run. I used to work in. I used to sell sneakers, and I used to love getting people. And I was a competitive runner, so I like getting people in a pair of shoes. And Did you like, kickbox too? I heard you were a trainer. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Huh? I have a, uh, that comes in handy. Black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that came later. Yeah. Uh, after I used to uh, flight, and I was like, okay, yeah, I learned how to fight. Um, <laughs> but you know, when 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 that satisfaction was like, oh my god, I bought that pair of shoes from you, and then I ran my best race yeah. it's like with a bottle of wine when somebody when somebody you give someone a bottle of wine and, it, and then, oh my god we had this with roast duck and it was so perfect like you said right. or whatever you know or it makes you feel good like but like that's not valued it's like there's no nobody tells you that hospitality in america it wasn't it was not a big thing like it, it like the saw movies have made it a big thing right. but, but you look at europe like to be a waiter in paris like you had to inherit that shit Oh yeah, yeah, and, and and they had a huge respect for right for hospitality. Right, um, we're here. It was like you know, we both. I was in the restaurant business, so I'm too. You kind of get looked down on by people sometimes. Like, really, is yeah. what you do? Yeah, like, I, yeah, I fucking love it. Then like, man, probably t- coming on ten years ago, Psalms were kids started become rock stars, right? And I think uh, we're past that now, uh, which which is which is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's if I have to. I uh, mean, I mean, I love them. I've had a lot of them, but thank God. I mean, yeah. I think um, that there's so many people like a you or me who's got 25 years experience. I don't, I don't, and, and uh, people, I'm like, I'm not going back to school. Yeah. I, I fell for that okie doke. Yeah. Just because you have uh, letters behind your name doesn't mean yeah. you're going to get a job. It Dang. comes down, again, it comes down to people, how you are with people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's totally that. I don't, uh, um, I'd much, much rather have a hands on practical uh, and go meet winemakers, and um, I don't need a, 28 year old kid telling me you know every crew in Beaujolais and why I'm like that's cool I'm glad you've memorized I, I know I hope it's doing something for you I, I, listen uh, it's like, like <sighs> you know it, 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 it's really just an American fucking thing to make that's wine it. so you, goddamn exactly. academic why right? I mean, it's so bureaucratic man. right and scoring like, yeah. I'm, I'm so happy the days of scoring really have gone away there are retail that still kind of have to play that game but in general I'm so happy we, as a culture, um, that we are past it. I don't need somebody to tell me that it's 100 percent wine. I should be having. I should have to have that wine because now I think this real uh, democratic approach to wine, like I don't like orange wine, natural wine, has really done that. I think a lot. It's kind of like uh, 
the, uh, the the power of love, this, the hippie movement in the 60s are like, you know, let's show you what, what, why don't we turn you on something you really love and then we'll just continue to walk down that road and, you know, take some more acid and let our mind expand even more and find some really other cool shit that we love. And I think that's where we are in wine because that, the natural wine movement and, and, and uh, pet nats, all that, it kind of exploded people's consciousness with a younger generation coming up and going, dude, I don't need to drink my dad's wine. I don't give a fuck. It's 98 points. And then the alcohol drops out, so all of a sudden it feels a little better in the morning and like start to like, oh, I like a lot of the lower alcohol the wines kids myself, are weak. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a champion. <laughs> but no, I mean, I, you know, I, I think I came in at a good time in the 90s because th- there was a lot of high alcoholic wines coming in, but there were also, I mean, you could look back, um, you know, I, I love a 13.5 alcohol wine that drinks like someone else's 15 five <clears throat> like, yeah. like i mean they nailed it they nailed everything right. you know what i mean yeah no i look i think alcohol in some wines i mean you're never going to get a cool you're never going to get a 12 percent chateauneuf to pop not going to happen it's 110 nope. degrees and, and that's like my favorite right. it's not it's not going to happen but, right yeah so like i don't mind if wines taste like where they come from but i think like as a general rule of right. thumb particularly as you get older like you know, I don't need a big chocolate flavored cherry bomb Napa cab at two hundred dollars on the list. No, hell that's no. not going to go with food. By the way, whenever somebody says you know they're tasting wine, they used to say, "I liked when it's got a lot of chocolate." And I would think like, and what food goes with chocolate? Like you know, that's more like I, I like I do I, my personal my personal opinion. I like Napa cabs. I almost drink them like port now. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I like those bigger fourteen percent. Like after dinner drink, I'll take a glass of Cab because I, I, I do love the density, right? The complexity, right? But I prefer now something like this has a little more lighter and dance, you know, like yeah, on on the palate. Yeah. Uh, no, I get it. I get it. Uh, and that's uh, a lot of people, and I and that's why I taste so many wines and love enjoying wines. And oh yeah, <clears throat> because. And I tell people, here's the reality though: drink what you like. Don't, don't, don't. You shouldn't give a fuck what I like. To be on one hundred percent. Like, 100%. I like I, you know, yeah. like I like what I like, and yeah. you know, and uh, and and I'm not going to denigrate you for what you like, like you know, unless it's some real supermarket <laughs> shit. Yeah, you deserve to, you, you deserve I, a foot you know, up your ass. We, we got you know, still we, drinking we that have shit. to retain yeah. some standards in wine. Absolutely. Actually, that lab wine you're drinking, yeah, which probably not even made with grape juice. Yeah, like, no. yeah. Um, but but uh, you know. I, I, it is fun like a bottle like this this is not a bottle that I would necessarily buy now like yeah. the now but now like it's on my radar yeah no I mean but that's see, that's that's the whole thing I think and nobody, I look it's a unicorn yeah. bottle like I said nobody should get to the point in their life where they think they know everything or they're like they want to try something new like why I mean isn't our job particularly I think in the wine world like for me I need to try wine from everywhere absolutely and, and approach it from the very fresh start of like let me see what this is really about and keep my mind as open as possible yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like literature it's like art everything like that is from the stems from the point i'm curious i want to know i need knowledge right yeah no and that's it and and in this game to, to something we alluded to earlier um it's you got to taste yeah absolutely you got and you got to taste and you got to taste more than the six bottles that are going to be on your exam Oh yeah, totally. I, I always say it's like you have to drink as much as you can, and just like people are like, how do you know so much about wine? I taste a lot right. of fucking right. wine. I tell people, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not yeah. a psalm. I just drink yeah. a lot. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. So let, let, get to your podcast. So let's talk about some of your. Um, give me your favorite, uh, some of your favorite interviews, and some of your favorite moments. And I could share some of my favorite interviews. Sure. Like, like um, some of you just like, holy shit, that was fun. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you, there is always going to be a soft spot in my heart for my first interview, mm-hmm. and it was Dustin Wilson, who is a psalm, mm-hmm. and he owns a couple wine shops. He's about to open a restaurant here yeah, okay. in New York City. Um, but with, 
that's someone who followed me before George Floyd. Just was a cool dude. I could slip Love into it. his DMs, ask him questions. Right. So he's always really cool. And uh, why that one is special is like literally he walked in the studio and he he said, "Holy shit." This is the most legit podcast I've ever been on, <laughs> and that was my first show. So to have oh, you have a cool studio, right, right, right. So, so to have like like a star of the Psalm series, like this is the most legit, you know. And he's gets asked me on podcast. He's like, usually it's like call this number at three oh three p.m. So that was really cool. Um, I was happy you got back to me so quick. I wasn't sure. I was like, eh, we'll see. Don't yeah, no, it was, it was just over uh, the weekend. And I was like, and I was like, no, shit, fuck yeah, man. Um, and then I, I had Andre Mack on, which was a blast. Cause I mean, cause like, like we got to share these moments of like being a brother in the wine business and yep. we have the same philosophy though. Like I, like, um, I just, I like, I just happen to be black. Like that is, that is the, yep. that is my genetics. That is what happened in my life. I have no control. So I, I'm not going to, yeah. I'm not going to stress about something I can't change. I'm just going to, I just wanted to learn about wine and, and that, that, and so I'm just going to come in and kick ass. And then if I stand out in the room cause of my color and then, and, then I, and I know fucking wine, so what? Take That's, it. Take it. Take it. Fuck. I mean, I mean you know, I'll, I'll take everything that's coming. Give I mean, me the benefit. Of, I'm like, I'll take it all. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not like you know. I'm never favorite slinging life. no Boone's wine. Yeah. Boone's favorite farm. line from from Andre Mack. Um, he, uh, uh, I think he's, he's doing like, uh, I think he's doing. Is it food and wine or something? He's doing videos of food. And yeah, wine yeah, yeah. Or whatever. And he's doing video. He's, he's kind of cleaning up a little bit. And he goes, Hey, man, it's the fucking complexion correction. <laughs> They want a black dude to talk about wine, like because there's fucking three thousand people out oh there that look God. like me. They're talking mm -hmm. about wine, yeah. and I love that because Mac is a good friend. But he's always told me it's like I'm a businessman first. People exactly. come to me and go like, right. "Hey, you're a black businessman." He goes, no, 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 I'm no, no, a no. businessman. Yeah. I'm black, yeah. but I'm a businessman. Right. Exactly, first. exactly. Oh, which you have to be. So, so who else? Um, and then um, you know, just a cool. It was cool. Robert Bohr has only been on two podcasts, yeah. mine and Levy's. Yep, that was a good catch, and that, and that was a good catch, and and we had a good moment there where. Um, you know, he talked about Ned, and I didn't. I don't probe or anything. I'm mm. not there. I'm not gotcha. I'm not. This is not yeah. the fucking Maury Povich show. I'm Same. not trying to nail Same. people. Not my thing. But yeah. I think I created a space, and he just decided to talk about it, and it was really cool. Um, and then um, my, one of my favorite though is uh, I had my buddy on, <clears throat> uh, Chef Westcott, because he we knew each other. Yeah, that's great. And so you got a, you got to get a lot of me in there because it really was just too. And I hadn't seen him for like two and a half years because of COVID and right. I moved to Jersey and he's his place is in Western Mass um, and it was just fun that's great I mean it was just fun because yeah, we, yeah. we hadn't seen each other and it was like love you hug okay let's drink this fucking wine let's talk and it we record. just went and, yeah, we just, and, and, and yeah. so so there's magic in that and then but I mean I, I, I got on tap um, you know Kevin's really came in. That's that's awesome. dropping in a couple of weeks, and he was a ton of fun. Yeah, we're gonna have a boxing match. He because he he's like he's like you kickbox right? He's like, well, I box. We might have to. So I mean, <laughs> I think I know where I'm putting my money. Yeah, you know. I, I think Kevin's 65. Yeah, 67, I, think, I think that's the only yeah, yeah. advantage I got. That dude's yeah. in pretty shape, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, he rides his bike a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's my rocket over I there. See that, by the man. way, um, so he'd be great. I, I would love to get him. Mean, we we chatted, man, man. Yeah, we, we we chatted. It just didn't happen. COVID and yeah, I caught him at the right time. He's a, uh, I mean, he's a, he's yeah, talk about six degrees of separation. Anyone in the wine business knows Kevin Zarelli and his son Anthony works for T. Edward. Well, and and so, here's the thing. No. I mean, we talk and we talked about this preview of the podcast. I'm yeah. like, you know, that's the godfather of wine education in America. Agreed. And he's got no, he ain't got no letters behind his name. Nope. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, um, it's uh, you uh, know, uh, and that's the that's the guy. Yeah. 
I know. I, that's the the coolest people are the one who like the smartest people in the room who who just like no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm just let's just fucking chat, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, favorite moment? Did anything just kind of like wowed you? Wowed me. Um, yeah, you know, um, some of the bottles people were brought on. <laughs> so I had a guy on um, <clears throat> Robert Dentis, who's who. Who uh, he goes on Instagram by uh, Soil Pimp, and he is—he's just a guy who—he's an amazing guy. Yeah. Who like I think he manages biotech hedge funds, so he's loaded, but he's totally unpretentious. He talks about how he grew up single mom in Buffalo, New York. That couldn't have been fun. Yeah. Um, but he has like the, the world's largest collection of Riesling. He's also really into music. Wow. And uh, he showed up with a like a three thousand dollar bottle of like. Keller G Max Riesling. Oh shit! Wow. Like, cause, and, and that's just Jesus. Yeah, love and, that. Yeah, and it's not yeah, even flexing. Yeah. He's just like, I just you know wanted you to taste this and and you know talk about why I think Riesling is so great. You know, so there's been some like so people have started showing like uh, I had Ben Anif on. Sure. Tribeca wine merchant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He brought some. He brought fucking what did he bring? I don't know. It was like a three thousand dollar white burgundy. That's super limited. I, I can't remember the story. Go listen yeah. to the podcast, people. Yeah, well, that's this whole thing. You know, I'm, I'm getting people to j- yeah, jump on your I know, podcast, I mean, right? I know, because yeah. people always say, what was that like? I'm like, I don't know. We talked about Like, I'm in a conversation. I'm not taking fucking tasting notes. I'm fucking yeah. just vibing with somebody. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But again, it was, it was uh, you know, and it's not a flex. People want to people want to come on and just bring a bottle that they know I've never had. Sure. Or, or you know, Eric Azimov brought a, a Portugizer, yeah. you know. Yeah, I've yeah. never had a fucking Portuguese. Yeah, I don't care how much it costs. Like right. I, he just exposed me to something I'd never had before. You hit on something that I love, and that is um, people who have great bottles, even like collectible bottles. Um, I have great shit in my cellar. You probably have great shit in your cellar. Like you just want to break them out with people who just go, "Oh fuck!" Exactly. They appreciate it. Not like, "Oh, that's good." You have a diet coke, and they're doing a diet coke back with your like. Yeah. Hundred dollar bottle of burgundy. Yeah. Like, maybe that's not for you, right. right? But like, if so, you have to also put these balls in front of people. Who are gonna like, you know, go, oh my god, this is a blessing. Thank right. you. Right. And that's what that was about. I'm yeah. sure at your show, like, yeah. let me make MJ the happiest planet man on the planet yeah. today yeah. Uh, by busting this out. Yeah. Um, and Kevin hooked cool. me up. Kevin's really also. I and I was thinking, he's like, uh, his publisher's like, what's your birth year? Kevin wants to bring something. I'm like, fuck, I was born in a shit year. I was born <laughs> in 68. But I was like, so I was yeah. running through. I was like, so 68, what could it be? I said, well, 68 was pretty good in Napa. I mean, I, I, yeah. a lot of those Napa wines yeah. are kicking ass. Um, he's got a cellar full of those. And, and exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that's his thing. He talked about how during the uh, pandemic, uh, he just realized it was time to start drinking bottles. No reason to hold on. I saw on him. Bottles. I follow him. Yeah. yeah, he saw that that post. Yeah, and so yeah, he great. brought this '68 Heights Martha, and it was fucking yeah. flawless. Yeah, I know. Flawless. Amazing. Those old cabs are built. Those those old Napa yeah. cabs are yeah. the truth. Yeah. I would say where to go get them, but they're not going to sponsor my podcast, so fuck them. I know. Uh, And I reached out to them. Anyway, um, I'll give you um, one of my my favorite moments was, uh, it took me a year to get Joe Lockhart, who was on CNN, who was um, President Clinton's press secretary during the Lewinsky scandal. Nice. Took me a full year. And uh, I was just kind of relentless and was sending him emails. He said, I get paid to do podcasts. I'm like, great. I know he lives in Tribeca. I'm not st- and I said, hey, I'm not stalking you. Joe, we're probably about the same age. At what point in your life do you just do things because it's fun? Oh. And he emailed me back and he said, I'll think about it. And then around Christmas time, I emailed him. Is it Christmas miracle time? 
And um, nice. Okay, pick the day. So he literally walks in my office. He's a white-haired statesman. He's rolling up his sleeve as he walks. And I always say this to a lot of people back then, in particular, if there's something you don't want to talk about, that's cool. I'm not. He's and he goes and he's rolling up his sleeves with the power shirt on. He goes, um, I speak for a living. I highly doubt you're going to paint me into a corner. Let's just do this, shall we? Oh shit! He's like, like, we're ready like, to rumble. Man. I'm like, bring it on. And at that point, I don't, people like, do you get nervous? I'm like, no, actually, the opposite. I was like, oh fuck, I can't wait to do this. It's gonna be fun. And it was a blast. And he just told a great story about uh, uh, meeting Bono and hungover and drunk. And it was like the craziest fucking story. Got to go listen to it. It'll blow you away. Like, Definitely. what? Like, I mean, he, he was drunk and, and Bono blew his cover, cover in front of Clinton. It's a crazy story. Oh, my God. I'm going to so check it's, that it's, one out. It's, it's back there. Yeah. But, um, all right. So, we're at the part of the show where I say, like, uh, you know, God came to you in a dream and said, uh, MJ, we got uh, too many angels up here the, uh, that are all white. We need, a, we need the black wine guy experience up here. Uh, so, you got one last day on the planet. So, why don't you just uh, enjoy your last meal, your last song? Uh, in your last bottle. So what is that? What are you eating? What are you drinking? What are you listening to? I am, uh, I'm eating an Abitz. I'm a New Haven pizza guy. So A, oh. before P, because I went to school in New Haven. Okay. So I'm getting, and I'm not a Pepe's guy, I'm modern. Okay. I'm getting a modern pie, modern pizza, pepperoni. Um, and it's just going to be, that's the, just the charred bits on it you know oh, yeah and yeah. um and i'm having um i'm probably gonna have i'm gonna have a shadow enough to pop okay i'm gonna have and it's so funny people go i'm gonna have reos i had reos once i don't remember it was so long ago yeah but i know i, I know what i'm gonna have because it was it was the bottle i'm gonna have a uh I know what I'm having, but yet I'm closing my eyes trying to figure out what is it called again? It is, yes, I'm having Bono. Oh, Cuvée Bono. de Celestines. Oh, it's the incredible, that's their tattoo Cuvée. Yeah, yeah. I'm, having, yeah. I'm having that. Okay. And I'm going, what am I going to listen to? I'm going to listen to all my Jamiroquai vinyl. It's my favorite group oh, in the world. Oh, wow. I'm a, Holy shit. I grew up, my cousins were, uh, my cousins were like five What's, years older. And it's disco. It's disco. It's, oh, it's, my God. It's, Did, it's, it's, it's like modern disco funk. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying to. What's their big, uh, the big hit? The, the big hit was Virtual Insanity. Yeah, they won yeah, the yeah, MTV yeah, yeah, yeah. Video of the Year. That was great. Because I'm a hat guy, he always wore that furry <laughs> yeah, hat. Yeah, shit. yeah. I'm like, I love. So the yeah, shit I'm was. listening to Jamiroquai. I'm eating pizza and I'm drinking Bono and shouting up to Pop. So I'm coming. I'm I'm coming, Jesus. Yeah, I'm coming, yeah, Lord. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, go up yeah. there and like busted out for a party with the <laughs> angels. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm coming to see gates. you, Lord. I'm coming. I'll see you at the pearly gates. It's the big one. Fred Savage. I'm coming on this stuff. Hey, man, MJ, thank you so much for being on DOTJ Podcast. Give everybody your 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 Instagram handle, uh, your podcast title. I mean, Black Wine Guy Experience, but yeah. like your Instagram so they can follow you, jump on and listen to some of these great stories from your podcast. All right. Thank you, John. Thanks again for having me so much. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. I am at Black Wine Guy. Um, the podcast is called The black wine guy experience mm-hmm. it is available on all your platforms spotify uh apple podcast google podcast audible i mean even i mean i don't know it's just getting pushed out there <laughs> and uh if you want to be an insider go to blackwineguy.com and get on my email list you know i send out things you know and as everything's opening back up i'm gonna be doing some events and shit and you know, i'd love to just hang out and drink some wine with y'all cool thank you so much man um I look forward to being on yours soon. Yeah, I can't wait, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thanks again for listening. 
Don't forget to check us out at dotjpodcast.com. Until then, I'll see you at the bar. <laughs>